Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, it's right on the Monday Night Football Showdown slate between the Las Vegas Raiders and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Real quick, I do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Uh, currently right now, 4.91 thousand subscribers. Um, the easiest way to support me, since all the content is free, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos and you know when I go live. Um, the NFL main slate week two went amazing for me. I know a lot of you who checked out the live stream all stood really, really well. Um, so let's see if we can keep it going here for this showdown slate. Um, if you guys cannot watch the YouTube videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below, which is the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and the prices for the showdown slate, let's take a look at uh, the Vegas odds and let's take a look at the snap counts here for week one. So uh, Saints Raiders is a 48 and a half over under, so definitely on the higher end, uh, Saints are six point favorites. So let's first go uh, with New Orleans, and normally QB, obviously, I don't really look into, but Tyson Hill is kind of a rare situation because he will play kind of every position, right? So he played on 25% of the snaps. Um, he's he's at a playable price point for sure. Like, they'll use him in, like, goal line situations to run the ball. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about Tyson Hill, but he's, he's definitely playable on this showdown slate. The running back situation, it was about a... Um, Two-thirds split there, Kamara, 66%, uh, Latavius Murray, 33% of the snaps. Um, not super, super surprising. That's that's usually what it is. Maybe a little bit more for Kamara, but that was uh, that was the running back situation. Now, the big news for wide receiver, obviously, is no Michael Thomas, right? The high ankle sprain, he is out for this one. So that's huge. Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, um, they're going to play most of the game. Um Sanders is the guy that obviously is, um, you know, historically just the better player. Uh, both both are solid options, though, on the slate. Um, and then who who the third wide receiver is going to be is a little more in question. Um, I, I think either Harris or Callaway probably will be Harris to have him listed as number four on the, on the depth chart for wide receivers. So with no Michael Thomas, I assume he probably comes in uh, to the number three role. But... Yeah, so the last game, right, Michael Thomas played 80%, Traycon Smith 64%, Emmanuel Sanders 48%. And then Fowler played 10%, Harris played 10%, Montgomery played a, played a few snaps as well. Um, I, I think both Smith and Sanders should probably get over 80% of the snaps. And then my best guess is it's going to be Fowler that steps into the number three role, which would make him a viable punt on this slate. Or Harris, I should, I should say. I, I thought it was, yeah. Harris, sorry, I'm losing it. Um, all right, let's take a look at the tight ends. Uh, so Hill, Cook, they use two tight ends a lot. Uh, Cook is definitely, obviously, their pass-catching tight end. Hill, more the guy out there for, for blocking purposes. Uh, Cook played in 64% of the snaps. Hill on 52%. Then we go to the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs played in a healthy amount of snaps, 77%. Now, they were playing from ahead the whole game. So it worries me in a game they should be playing from behind in. Are they still gonna be going to Josh Jacobs like a lot, right? Or do they phase him out a bit and go with Rashard, the pass catching back? Maybe go with the Devontae Booker, another good pass catching back. So that does worry me with Jacobs. I think there's potential for his snaps to go down if they're playing from behind. If they're playing from ahead, obviously he's gonna be their workhorse back. 
As far as the wide receiver situation goes, so it's Edwards and Ruggs, the number one and the number two, both rookies. Um, Ruggs is questionable, so we've got to keep an eye on that. I assume he's going to go. He, he practiced in limited fashion on Saturday, so I think he'll be able to give it a go. Renfro was the number uh, three guy playing out of the slot, playing about 50% of the snaps, and Ruggs played 66%. Brian Edwards played 75%. Then Nelson Aguilar got in there for a bit as well as Zay Jones. Um, right now, Aguilar and Jones, more dart throws and less Ruggs is out. If Ruggs is out, then we can definitely look there for value. Finally, the tight end situation. Darren Wall playing about 90% of the snaps, and uh, the veteran Jason Witten getting about 50% of the snaps. So uh, let's now take a look at these prices here. And I'm just going to go top to bottom. Um, so we'll start with Alvin Kamara at the top at 11-4. Um, I feel more comfortable right now targeting the Saints than the Raiders. So if you're going for like the safety, you know, I think loading up on Saints is probably the safer route, right? So maybe go like 4-2 with Saints or like 5-1 if you're going for like a cash game 50-50 setting. Um, yeah, Kamara didn't have a great day in the ground. Uh, 12, 12 carries, 16 yards. Uh, but it was good through the air, which is what we expect from Alvin Kamara. Uh, five catches and eight targets, 51 yards. This is a better spot here against the Raiders. Uh, I, I'm not scared at all about the Raiders defensively, so I really like Kamara, even at 11-4. I just think he's a very, very safe play. We'll talk about Latavius Murray as a cheap option. I think it's, it's certainly viable as well. Um, sure, you're going to have to pay a premium for Alvin Kamara. But the floor is just high on him, right? He's a guy that will get a good amount of work on the ground. They'll also utilize him a bunch through the air. So I think he's a really, really safe play. And I'm fine eating the chalk with him, even at 11-4. Drew Brees at 10-6. Definitely prefer him to um, Derek Carr in the slate. The issue is, if the Saints get off to a big lead, do they just pound the rock, right? So quarterbacks on these showdown slates, they do have the highest floor you know, would I play both on the slate? I think it's possible. It's definitely on the higher end for over-under. It's 48.5. Breeze at 10-6. We have, what, Derek Carr at 9-2. Again, it should be probably better game script for Derek Carr playing from behind. If you're going to make me pick, though, I will go Breeze just because the, the Saints offense is a lot more dynamic, in my opinion, than the Raiders offense. So, um, yeah, Drew Brees, a safer option. But you have to pay premium for him for sure. Um uh, on the showdown slates, you know, on the higher over-under games, usually I try to jam in both quarterbacks. Um, neither neither Breeze or Carr, though, have any rushing upside, so you don't have to play both. Um, could you fade both? Possible. You would need, like, a low-scoring game, and you need a lot of the production to come from the running backs. It's possible. Uh, but right now, I, I think the optimal build for this slate is probably one quarterback. Josh Jacobs with 9-6. So, I think he's going to be popular. This might be where I take a stand. I, I think I'm going to fade Josh Jacobs. Um, if they're playing from behind, I think he does get phased out of it. I know he actually did really well through the air. Four catches and six targets. Does that continue? I don't know. We didn't see a whole lot of that last year. It was obviously good to see we saw it in week one, but is that going to continue? It is more in question. And like I said, if, if they fall behind like two touchdowns, I think they kind of phase him out a bit and look to more like Jalen Rashard, Devontae Booker out of the backfield. That's just my take. It's not like they could still stick with Jacobs down like a couple scores, possible, but I think the ownership's going to be really high in him. 
And it's a spot I'm okay getting away from. Again, I feel more comfortable with the spend-ups for the Saints than I do a guy like Josh Jacobs, who, if they fall behind early, I'm, I'm just a little bit worried. Now, if the Raiders are playing from ahead this game, then Josh Jacobs has a really good chance of getting of getting there because he's a workhorse back. Um, and if they're playing from ahead, they're gonna they're gonna utilize him a lot. My concern, like I mentioned, is if they fall behind, do they phase him out a bit? Talk about Derek Carr. Yeah, he's fine at 9-2, right? It, it should be better game script for him playing from behind. Fine with the other quarterback. Don't really have a strong take. Um, it's a fair price. Emmanuel Sanders at 8-8. Eight, eight. So, sure, does feel a little bit expensive, but he is now their number one receiver in a great matchup here. I know he's hitting up there in age, but I really like Emmanuel Sanders. Even at this price, I think he's a really, really solid play here. Um, had three catches five uh, on five targets, 15 yards. Didn't have a great week, but um, I'm not super, super worried about it. Uh, Saints are playing from ahead uh, basically the whole game there. So, um, yeah, Mandel Sanders is the guy I really like at 8-8. Cooks at 8K, so this is a tricky one. I do have interest in him as well. He's going to have to do a little bit more offensively, probably with no Michael Thomas. I think he's a pretty solid play. I think I slightly prefer Sanders to Cook, but that's not really a strong take. I think you can definitely play both in the mid-range if you want to. Bulls should have to do a lot more here with no Michael Thomas. Darren Walls at 7-4. So I think I like I like his upside a lot for uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, I think they, they're going to be playing from behind. He's a guy that can go to in the red zone. He had eight targets, six catches. I just think it's a very fair price for Darren Waller. And right now, like I'm looking to him over Josh Jacobs for the discount just because you got to take a stand on these showdown sites, right? I'm taking the stand that I think the Raiders fall behind, maybe a couple scores, and kind of phase out Jacobs. If they're playing from ahead, again, Jacobs is probably going to be the workhorse, then I'm probably going to lose. But I take stands. This is a stand I'm willing to take. Um, I'm probably going to, again, I'm going to fade Jacobs, and I think look to a guy, look to maybe some of the uh, the Raiders' uh, receivers to get some value. Now, Ruggs at 6'8". Let's just questionable, and he participated in a limited fashion on Saturday, so that gives me a little bit more confidence that I think he will be able to go, but we'll see. He had a nice start, and then again, got injured in that game, kind of was on and off. Um, if he plays, definitely have consideration in him. Uh, the 6.8K price was fair. Like, I would probably rather get to Waller at a similar price, but that doesn't make Ruggs out of play. The injury does worry me a little bit, the knee injury. Uh, so got to keep an eye on that. If he's out, he could definitely open up some value here for the Raiders. Yeah, so Traquan Smith should be their number two guy. Starting alongside Emmanuel Sanders, um, 6.4K is a very, very fair price. I think I do slightly like feel a little bit more comfortable getting up to Sanders, getting up to Jared Cook for a little bit more. But if you can't get to either of those guys and you want a piece of this Saints offense, Traquan Smith in the mid-range is a very, very fair price. He's got big playability too, so no no issue at all there with uh, with Traquan. I think he's going to play most of the game. Then uh, we've got the back quarterback. So Renfro's at 5'8", so this is an interesting one. We're not really getting him at an amazing discount. He'll, he'll play more out of the slot, but if they do fall behind early, like I think they'll use three wide receiver sets more, and that would be better for Renfro. Wasn't great week one, but he's at least in consideration. He's a riskier target right now because he doesn't play as many snaps, uh, but still someone that, that you, you uh, should consider. is a fade for me at 5'4". It's just way too expensive for a guy that... Uh, let's go to the Raiders. He played 19% of the snaps. Unless Ruggs is out. If Ruggs is out, then you could look to Aguilar. But 
If Ruggs plays, I'm not confident right now with, with Aguilar snaps. So he's a guy I'm going to avoid at 5-4. I just think that's way too expensive. As far as the defense is going, yeah, Saints at 5-2, it, it kind of feels like a lot. Like, if I was going to play defense, it probably would be the Saints, but you're going to have to pay premium for him. I don't know if I want to pay 5.2K for the Saints defense. So fringe playable, but I'm probably not going to do it. And Brian Edwards at 4-8, I think is a pretty solid uh, value play here. He actually had the most snaps for the Raiders. Didn't do a whole lot with them. Doesn't worry me too much. A very, very fair price at 4-8 for a starting receiver that played um, 75% of the snaps. They should be playing from behind this one too. So I actually do like Brian Edwards a good amount here. Um, I think the ownership might not be as high if people just look at that box score and saw it in one catch. Doesn't worry me too much. This guy has a lot of talent, the rookie. I like Brian Edwards a good amount here at that price. The kickers are always viable. 4-2 for Lutz. Um... 3-8 for Carlson. Their range of outcomes is about 5 to 15-ish. So both are fine. Um, would I play both in a setting in this uh, Monday Night Football show? I'd say probably not. So I think that there's going to be a good amount of points scored in this one. So, But it doesn't mean you can you can um, you have to fade both. Like you can definitely use one of the kickers here. Like They have upside. They can go for 10 to 15. And at that price, that can definitely win you a showdown. So uh, don't rule out the kickers. Both are in play here. Latavius Moore is at 3-4. I think he's going to be pretty popular here. I think he's a pretty decent value option. Got utilized a good amount there on the ground. 15 carries, 48 yards. He can even catch some passes too, right? They'll utilize him a bit um, through the air. I think Latavius makes for a pretty decent value play. Um, it, they do not want to overwork Kamara, right? I think it's most likely for the season going to be like a 70-30 split. 3.4K, it's a, it's a really nice price for Murray. So I think he's a pretty uh, decent value option uh, there uh, out of the price. Again, the Raiders defense, eh. You really need like a pick six. It's possible. It is. But I'm probably going to avoid the Raiders defense in the slate. Now, Deontay Harris. I assume he is going to be their number three guy. If that's the case, at 2.4K, he makes it for a pretty nice dart throw here. Again, he didn't play huge snaps, 10%, but with no Michael Thomas. They have him right now listed as the number four on the depth chart. Michael Thomas out. Obviously, he'd move up to number three. If he is their number three guy. We probably should get some clarity of it before lock, but if he is, I think he makes for a nice start throw here at 2.4K. Probably gets about 50-ish percent of the snaps. Like, how much was... So Sanders was, I guess, technically, like, the number three receiver last game. He played about 50%. So that's what I would guess we get from, like, Deontay Harris if uh, he is uh, their guy there. So I think he makes for a nice uh, value option. Tyson Hill as well at 2-2. Right? He's just kind of a do-it-all guy. He can run it. Uh, he can he can even throw it if he wants to. He can catch some passes. They'll utilize him in everything. Um, and when they get down to the goal line, he's a guy that can definitely run it in. So at 2.2K, I have interest in Tyson Hill, too. Um, I don't know if he's going to pick up that much ownership, but the Saints really like utilizing him. So I do not rule out Tyson Hill either. I think he's a really uh, interesting value play here at 2.2K. Then we get to kind of the dart throws here. So yeah, Booker, Richard. Uh, both below 2K. Didn't play huge snaps, but if they're playing, for, if you think they're going to fall behind like I do, I think there's there's a chance that their snaps go up. So who who would it be between Booker and Rashard? Well, they both played like even snaps, right? They, they didn't play a lot. Like both played about 12% each. Makes it a little bit tricky. It would be nice if like one of the guys was the clear number two. So they're both playable. They're good pass catching backs. They're fine. They're, they're risky options for sure on this slate. Like. Um, Definitely would not recommend any of those guys with confidence, but they're playable. Jason Witten, another dart throw that's playable at 1K. Um, Darren Waller's the clear number one guy, but 
it's not out of the realm of possibilities that Jason Wooden gets gets in the end zone, right? He's a big body guy. They can utilize him down uh, in the red zone. So I think Witten is playable here. Uh, you're not going to feel great about playing Jason Witten, but if you need someone super, super cheap, I think he's in play at 1K. Yeah, Josh Hill, right? He played a lot of the snaps, but I just, he's just out there for blocking. Like 800, it's po- like playable, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, Zay Jones, right, at $600, he actually did get some snaps. If um, if Henry Ruggs is out, he would be a little bit more viable, him and Aguilar, uh, whoever would kind of step in there for uh, Ruggs if he is out. Foster Moreau, he picked up some snaps for um, for the Raiders. What do you play, 20% of the snaps? He's at $200. He's their number three tight end. Again, it's a dart throw, but at least in consideration on the slate. And then, yeah, Ty Montgomery, they actually utilize him a bit. Uh, he is their number like three running back. They utilize him a bit um, as a wide receiver. Another playable dart throw. We're not going to feel good about that either, but he could step into a few more snaps there with uh, no Michael Thomas. And last guy I'll mention is, um, is Callaway. He's technically the number five receiver. I think there's a chance he... There's a chance he could step into the number three role, uh, but I think right now it's leaning towards Deontay Harris, so we'll see. But Marquez Callaway, if he if he is the number three guy, then he would look uh, really good there at $400. So that's really it for the player-by-player player breakdown. Again, for safety, if, on this slate, I think getting more exposure to the Saints is the way to go, right? Like Kamara's got a high floor. I think you know both Sanders and Cook look pretty good. Obviously, Drew Brees... Um, there's some cheaper options too, Traquan Smith, um, you know, even Latavius Murray will get a good amount of work. So what am I looking to, to, to do here for the slate? Like, how am I going to attack it? Um, for captain spot, it's interesting. There, there's a lot of ways you can go on this one for sure. I think right now I'm leaning towards like one of those, one of those um, guys more, I guess, in the mid-range with Sanders or, or Cook, who are really going to have to step up with no Michael Thomas. I like them both a good amount. Right now, I, I think I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders, but I, I like Jared Cook, too. I think you can play both. Um, so that's probably the way that I'm going to go. My big stand here is, is I'm probably going to fade Josh Jacobs. If the Raiders are playing from ahead, I think it's going to go poorly for me. But like I said, I'm a little bit worried that they phase him out a bit if they do fall behind here like by a couple scores. And obviously, we've got to keep an eye on, on Harry Ruggs' news, or Henry Ruggs, I should say. If he's out, that would open up some, some more value. Guys like Aguilar, Zay Jones look a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that's that's really going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So uh, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Um, I can live stream for this one. I can go live 30 minutes before lock on my YouTube channel to go over everything, answer any questions you guys have. So... Be sure to check out the live stream tomorrow, guys. I'll uh, make sure to get to all of your questions. Uh, Thanks again. Hope you guys have a good night, and I will see you all uh, tomorrow in the live stream.